You're listening to the following program on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network, where independent creators and fans of fantasy, sci-fi, horror, and gaming meet to create, stream, and support the shows that they love. Creator-distributed, fan-supported, that's TFN. Find this and many more great programs at watch.thefantasy.network slash audio. 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Nocturne Boulevard? Not far. When you hit Howard, hang a right. Howard meets Philip at a weird kind of angle. Then you cross James and Paul. You can't miss Nocturne. It's just past the automat. 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Your address for suspenseful stories of the speculative, strange, and supernatural. Tonight's story is... Set Peace. Yes? This is 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Won't you step inside? Did you have any trouble finding it? What do you mean, what kind of a place is it? Why, it's a kitchen in a castle in a time long ago. Can't you tell? <laughs> At least, that's what it looks like. And up. You, reach me down that big pot. No, not that. That's a tray, you blithering idiot. The other. Left. No, your other left. You clawed. If it's dented... I do not think it... You do not think. If we must have a tinker in, it will come out of your purse. Now go rub it clear of dust and bring it to the fire. You. Me? Was that the butcher? Yes, he left this. That is not what I ordered. I said two full racks and a haunch, and he sends this. This will never feed all the guests. What am I to do? Shall I run and catch him? He can't be far. Good boy. Catch him up and see what else he has. Rabbits, anything. I might be able to scratch up a stew or a pie to fill in the corners. Cook? May I be of any help at all? Oh, no, miss. Are you not needed elsewhere? The children are settled with Nursie tonight. The family say I may attend the party. Fancy that. Old daft Nursie? Daft, perhaps. But she can still send the boy to find me if the children awaken in the night. And she likes to keep useful. Speaking of useful... Are you certain there's nothing... I might carry, or perhaps clean. I've wiped out the pot, ma'am. Pardon me. Fill it with water, then. What sort of old jug do you have for a head? Yes, ma'am. If you do not mind carrying some of the good plates to the high table. Can't trust that one. She's not but thumbs. Certainly, cook. I am also glad to keep useful. Someone must be. Oh, I see Willem coming back. Ah, and he's got a bundle. Leave it on the earth. I'll see to it. Come along. Good. Nice definition, Bonnie. Moving on. You've got that, have you? Yes, Cook. It goes to the family first, and then... And then is passed on to the guests. I do recall. Good boy. Go on, then. And, and me, Mum? Do you not know your own job? There's a heap of plates that cannot wash themselves. Scrub them quickly in case we need more for the next course. Use the sand. It won't mark them. Yes, Mum. 
All is well within then, Mrs. Bunn? Oh, Lord, it has been a trial, Mr. Stott, but I have managed it, yes, particularly trying to find the right herbs this early in the year. And you, all is well without? Very well. The master himself smiled at me. Lovely. And the young prodigal, how is he taking this reunion? Truthfully, Mrs. Bunn, everyone is so much upon him, shaking and embracing. It is hard to see any of his reaction. But he looks to be a comfortable type of young man. Oh, he's always been a comfortable type. Biscuits and books, that one. No trouble with the maids, even in his rampant youth, if you get my inference, Mr. Stott. Very good to know. He was away at school when the master brought me on here, so... I've never met the youth previously. They say he's to have the old clerestory for a workshop. A workshop? What sort of work should an educated young lord indulge himself with? Did you not know he was gone to school for all that medical and chemical and scientific learning and wants to continue his studies now that he has returned? A medical man and a baronet. He is heaped high with titles and virtues. Is it not enough, my good Mr. Stott, for them who are born with money and responsibility to keep to their place in life just as we keep to ours? The master sees no harm in it, Mrs. Bunn. So how can we? I have myself heard him opine that if the young master can improve the lot of the suffering through his medical studies, then it is a just and a good thing to do. <gasps> is it not time to serve the next course? Frank! What in blazes do you want? Don't you think it's an awful lot of exposition? Doesn't it drag a bit? God protect me from backseat quarterbacks. You, shut up and back off. Next cue. Is that boy? If you please, Mum, he's taken the tray to Master Victor's workshop. Well, you'll have to do then. I need that deer carcass hauled over onto the rendering table, and you know my back isn't what it once was. Yes, Mum. Hold on. Where's the carcass? Bob? Oh, it's coming, is it? But when? I, I want it to look real. It can't be too heavy, though. Shh! We're nearly at dress, Bob. Right. Q-Villum. Smells like thunder out there. And yet he's out in it, in his shed. He calls it his laboratory. Laboratory. I don't care what he calls it or how many fires he lights within. It's not good for him to spend all his time in such a drafty place. Drafts bring on the ague. All the world knows that. And him a physician. I cannot believe it's healthy. What he does out there. The smell. Bad smells spread the plague. I'll see about finding him some aromatics to keep by him. Not easy this time of year. What are you standing there for? Can Willem help move the... Oh, that. Yes. Willem? Shh, shh. Nursie, it's all right. The babies... I'll be crying. God, didn't we cut this scene? No, no, you decided it was too important. Why? Are you determined to leave me not but mime, my dear sir? What? You continually whittle away at my part, which will eventually leave me walking against the wind. 
You're lucky your part calls for an old nut job. I will not be... Back to scene. Um, oh, right, uh... No babies, Mum. They've all grown. Even Master William is almost in long trousers. They'll need patting down. That's Justine's job, Mum. Come and lie down again. <gasps> Did you hear that? What's all the fuss, dear child? I'm afraid. There, there. Poor little Bubby. Hello? <gasps> y- yes, Miss. Is Cook around? She's gone to bed, but I can fetch her, Miss. Um, perhaps I can be of some assistance? The thunder. It's woken up the children, and they will not be calm. What's that? Miss? I would be glad of any help. Nursey, will you help me bring... I can fix some hot milk and bread for dinner. We shall build a fortress, as we did with the Baron when he was Batatilla. What is she on about? She was the Baron's nurse when he was a lad. I think they put the coverlet across chairs and inside. She talks about Aiden with him from the lightning. That might work. Not like the little one. Tiny Victor seems to court the lightning. What does she mean? I... I am lost. Frank, now this last part can be sliced to the bone and not lose a blasted thing. Of course it would. Is that some sort of crack, Grandma? Oh, c- come on, don't fight. You keep adding lines for her. We discussed this, Helen. It's important for the audience to know and like Justine, right? If I thought that were possible. <laughs> Screw it. That's lunch. Take five, everyone. Get rid of that old blush. I'm not going to spend another moment on the same stage with her. Tomorrow is the dress. We don't have time to replace her. And she's a name. A name? I've got a few names for her. And if you're worried about filling parts, maybe you should try harder to find the title character. Most of the lines are spoken from offstage. All we need is someone who can learn a few, growl a bit, and has the right stage presence. Besides, I found someone. Really? Is he as burly as you wanted? When do we get to meet him? I'll be working with him tonight on his lines and blocking. Tonight? But we were supposed to be going to Antoine's. I know, sweetheart, but the show has got to come first. We are grateful. Amen. Amen. You wouldn't believe, Mr. Stott, what the young masters recently asked of me. Is this something untoward that would offend the ladies, Franz? A valet sometimes knows too much. No, no. It's merely that he wants me to make some clothes in a size that will not fit him. And who is it these clothes would fit? He does not say. He merely insists they fit a man so tall and so broad through the chest. And I tell you, the man must be some sort of giant. Well, I've seen no giants in the vicinity. Not recently. Perhaps he's acting out charity. There could be a large farmer out there who needs garb. Smaller men can wear clothes cast off by others, but larger men haven't that option. A wrestler! Not at table, Willem. What is a wrestler? Oh, Mr. Stott said, not at table, puddin'head. Of course, Mum. If the young master is turned to charity, perhaps it will draw him out of his dark mood. Dark mood? By turns he laughs and cries and then stares at me with those burning eyes. And yet again, he will suddenly fall asleep. The morning after that thunderstorm last month, He came running from his laboratory and caught me by the arm with great excitement. He was laughing so hard, 
I cannot tell precisely what he said, but it was something about being alive. If he spent the night in that shed during such a dreadful storm, he must have been greatly relieved to awaken it all. Enough of this gossip. Let us turn our thoughts to elevated matters which will enervate the digestion. I say, does that work for you? Or should I be more sententious with it? Pious, perhaps. Let's just go with it. Oh, God. Not another one of your indecisive tantrums. I'm going out for a smoke, and you can just find me when the crisis is over. Bonnie? Are you out here? Bonnie? Hello. Uh, <laughs> who's there? I didn't mean to take you by surprise. I'm the new uh, actor. Oh! Why are you hiding in the doorway? <laughs> I'm shy. Join the club. You're very good. On stage. The director let me watch from up in the back. That's my brother. Um, Frank, kindness incarnate. Well, the show is is interesting. Mm. The premise is actually rather brilliant. But I agree with you about the exposition. Tell Frank, and then duck. Hi, this is Klaus Holm, and I'm the creator of Tempest Investigations, if you like TV shows like Buffy, Angel, and Supernatural, you should check out Tempest Investigations. Listen to it on TFN, creator-distributed, fan-supported. Willem? Fetch Mr. Stott. I must speak with him. And you... Oh! Oh, heavens! William! Little William! He has gone missing! Oh, no! Shall we help look? What shall we do? Oh, heavens. Be quiet. <gasps> oh, Mr. Stott. What do we... You be quiet, girl. Madam, Franz, sir? Yes? Franz, marshal the outdoor servants and field workers. Organize a search. Where did you last see the child? Oh, up near the high elm field. We were picnicking. It's the first day of clement weather. Yes, yes. He was with you, and... And then he was gone! Madam... Take all the help you can get and start up there and work out in any direction that seems passable for a small boy. I'm away. Mrs. Bunn, I need you to be strong now. Yes, Mr. Stott. Mrs. Bunn, fine day or not, the searchers will be wet and weary by the time they return. Put on buns and toddies, if you will. Yes, of course. Strong. Girl! Lights down. Sink. What is this I heard? You replace me? What? Gordon? You're in the next scene. I have I'd be reading Adam, too. And now you find some complete stranger off Craigslist. Gordy, right from the start, I said we were going to recast the bloody part. It's not a surprise. You're not the right physical type for it. Yes, the part requires a physical type. I'm sorry if you got the wrong idea. Look, we haven't the time. Everyone, places. Poor dear child. It was not your fault, miss. I was to be watching him. Someone must have lured him away. Lured? But why? Have you checked on those baked meats, girl? Yes, ma'am. There, there. It will scab over presently. Hey! Who are you to... Oh, sir. Your respect. I represent the law. Sir... How may we assist you? It's the one known as Justine Moritz's presence. Yes. 
What may I do for you? You will come with me. But why? You are under arrest for the willful murder by strangling of the child William. But I did not. How could you even think this of me? She would never. Shut up, Dalt. Justine, it seems unlikely. The Baron himself agrees you are the only possible suspect. Come, woman. But you all know me. I love these children as if they were my very own. Mrs. Bunn, you saw me when he disappeared. Could I have dissembled so? Could I? Willem, someone? It's a good timing for you, poor duck. Excellent. And we'll pick this up again tomorrow at the dress. Get some sleep, everyone. Are you still here? Good. Stick around. May I ask a question? Sure. Just let me finish here. Was it a good idea to name one of your characters Willem? Even with the German pronunciation, or don't you think it's a bit close to the child William and may cause confusion? Hmm. I see what you mean. Well, it's really too late to change now. Everyone's already learned their lines. Ha! Your sister here said that at the very first rehearsal. And I told her no, too. You're still planning on dumping me for dinner? Yes, yes. That's fine. Willie just asked if I wanted to have a drink with him. Oh, good. Don't be surprised if you don't see me until rehearsal tomorrow. We'll see ya. Oh! <laughs> don't you just hate a man whose mind is not on you? I'll be done shortly, dearie. Shh, Mum. I'll go and see. Just a moment. Remember to clean up when you're coming through. Patience, please. What? Why are you still in the theater? Hmm? I, I got Helen duty. What? Someone needs to keep an eye on her. So you keep her from indulging? No. Actually, she acts more convincingly when she's drunk. But left on her own, you never know where she'll end up. And the time it takes to track her down after a bender is murderous. <sighs> what are you doing here? I saw the light, and I was hoping to get my script. I... Forgot it. God forbid. My dear brother will carve you a new one. Let me turn on some lights. Uh, uh, no, no. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm fine in the dark. I know just where I left it. I can't. Door's locked and I can't open it. Let me in. It's not a good night to be out. You should go home. I really can't, but hold on. It's not much, but here. What is? Food. Eat. Then you won't be hungry. But you have to go home. Home? Yes. Good night. You'll get a beating for that. Like every day. You're right. She does perform best when she's soused. Ha! She's really a dear. Used to be big. Almost won a Tony a couple of times. But it can't be good for her. Hey, Tony? 
Where did Frank find you? I heard about the show and came to see him. It's a story close to my heart. Really? Even told inside out like this? Yeah. It's not a bad script, despite the exposition. Did I sound all right? I find it difficult to picture what he would sound like uh, at such an early point in the story. I liked it. Sent chills up my back. <sighs> I'm so sorry to keep you up, but I appreciate the chance to try the scene without... The peanut gallery? Yeah. Willie's cool, but between Bonnie's tantrums, Stuart's piety, and Janice's all-around obnoxiousness, it's no wonder Frank has to be such a pig to keep things running. He should not be so mean to you. Your work is very good. Your ideas also. Oh, <laughs> he figures actors must suffer. But he makes you suffer for all of them. Nah, he's mean to Helen here, too. Is it the Jerry's? Shh, shh. Helen, it's fine. It's just Frank. No air right. Well, then. You. I'll bet you're happy. I'm never happy, Frank. You don't let me. Stop belittling my pain. What's wrong? Mueller. I, I mean, Gordy. He's gone and effing quit on me. I did that rat bastard. He was a bit upset over the casting. Don't even... Take his side. How am I going to recast? We open tomorrow. You could... That was rhetorical. How can you be so unfeeling? Look, Frank, you can double up as Mueller. You can just give the lines Franz has in those scenes to Willem. How can you even... Then you get the chance to show your skill in three separate roles. You just want me to destroy everything I've been working toward. Stop it, Frank. You don't even care! Stop. No, no, it's okay. No, it is not. You should not speak to your sister that way. You! You're lecturing me! You're just some big, brawny, barely literate barbarian! I, I cast you strictly for looks, you understand? Frank, you need to calm down. Shut up! You're acting like a child. A spoiled little brat. And you! Don't even start with me, you sponge! Talent is no excuse for rudeness. Frank, we all have to work together. <laughs> I can toss you right back on the street where I found you. Don't hurt him. There's no reason for you to put up with this. Oh, is that it? Wow, you move fast, Romeo. Frank! Magda. Mandy, Magda's my character. <laughs> Right. Ask me to stay. It's not up to her. Ow! No, it's not up to you anymore. Please, stay. You're both fired. <clears throat> Can you really replace both of us? By tomorrow night? Three of us. What? You two? Goodbye. Mandy? Helen? Just a second. Frank? Help me down, handsome. Light as a feather, my lady. <laughs> Bye, Frank. Stop! You know I can't go on without you. I've already got Gordon to fill in for. Apologize? Adam, don't. Shh. Here, Mandy. Fine. 
I was wrong to abuse you verbally. But but I was upset. You know how I get when I'm upset, Mandy. Now I know too. Since we're here, can we run scene twenty? Sir. What is it, girl? I brought you your dinner, sir. Where is Willem? Everyone's gone to the trial, sir. They'll be gone all week. Trial. Mr. Steen's trial for for, for, for for the murder of. Oh yes, I'm not completely heartless, girl. But she's innocent, really. She is. Of course, I'm certain she will be acquitted. They are to torture her, to wring a confession from her lips. I'm certain her innocence will bear her in good stead. Mm. Sir. Are, are you all right? What do you mean? Your head, the bandage. Ah, I tripped on something. I'm fine. You may go. Head, what hurts? You, the small one. You did not make him walk again. Why? That would be bad, wrong. But not wrong for me. Where are you? Come. Where I can see you. See? Holy crap! Frank, come and look at this. Oh, wow! That's awesome. Awesome. The entire torso. Wow. When did you do all that? I had it lying around for a while. Can I? No, no.、Uh, don't touch. It's、uh, fragile. <laughs> Damn. I, I guess I lucked out finding you, huh? <laughs> guess so. Back to scene. Huh? Oh, right. To the wings, woman. See, you wanted see me. Ah,、uh, I was wrong. Get out of my sight. Go where? Anywhere. Away. You teach. You help. There you are, you moron. Oh, God. Right. Ah,、uh, go get some breakfast or something. Janice, I'm sorry. I I had my phone turned off. Hi, this is Klaus Holm, and I'm the creator of Tempest Investigations. If you like TV shows like Buffy, Angel, and Supernatural, you should check out Tempest Investigations. Listen to it on TFN, creator distributed, fan supported. <gasps> who, who is that? Is is that you, sir? Food, your gift, food. How do you get in here? Please, food. You, you won't hurt me. You hear? Yes. Thanks for humoring me. No problem. I'm used to fetching things. I, I am so sorry. You don't need this from me too. I volunteered. Let's find a place to sit. No, that is not、And、what I what said. That... Uh. Yeah, someplace else. <laughs> you will have to leave soon. The master cannot find you here. What in the name of God are you doing in here, you beast? Hungry. And you, giving my food to a creature like that? Charity is a virtue, sir. Damn virtues! Do you know what this filthy creature is, sir? He is a murderer. No. 
right. Wow, I'm not used to that. It suits you. Over here. Chairs? I had to do something when you went and got the food. Brought them up from the prop room. Will you take a seat, mademoiselle? Thank you so much, monsieur. Come on, you can sit in the sun too. No, no. The makeup. It's... Oh, please. Was it a car accident? Huh? I can tell real scars from latex. Oh, can I just say that there was a lot of surgery involved and leave it at that? Sure. Murderer? How did he kill? You are half-fit, girl. This is the villain who struck down my own poor brother, William. You... you know this, sir? Of course. He came to me afterwards and confessed. But, but sir, why did you not tell someone? Mr. Stain! You dare take that tone with me? Peasant! Mandy? Mandy. I should have locked that. <sighs> I better go see what he wants. No, you eat. Let him come to you. I can't. You can. What can he possibly do to you? There you are. Why weren't you... Oh, it's you. We're just eating. Look, this is important. Janice, uh... She wants to switch parts. Uh-huh. She wants to be Magda. And she'll walk if she doesn't. No. And I know you know the whole thing by heart, so it won't be that hard for you. No. No. What choice do you have? We can't do without a Justine. She won't know the blocker. Yeah, she, she won't... Look, we only run here for the week, and then we can recast everything for the road. Say no. Shut up. This is between my sister and I. You are both disposable. Utterly worthless. Ha! A carcass whose only purpose is to prove my genius. And a peasant girl who could be gone from the face of the earth tomorrow, and none would even notice. God would notice. God? I am God. I hold in my two hands the power of life and death. No, Frank. How can you do this to me? I've poured my heart and soul and Talent into this show, and you, you, want to ruin everything. Um. You can. Frank, I'm so sick of the way you treat me. Like, I'm this paper doll you can just throw some clothes on and pose. How can you? No! Don't try and shut me up. You will listen to me for a change. I am a good actress. I'm better than stupid old Janice. You only put up with her because she sleeps with you. I don't... And because you have this utterly stupid idea that no one can be a good actress without being a bitch. And you know why you think that? Because if you ever had to admit that someone could be both talented and nice, you wouldn't have the excuse to be an asshole anymore. I can't believe you. Oh. I've been carrying you all this time, and you just... Stab me in the back. You're... You're out. Out! Come on, Adam. We're going to have a long day. No. You life. I death. Pride does not suit such a soulless creature. Killing is easy. I could kill where I so inclined. Pride is a sin that does not become anyone, sir. You have killed. Are you still talking? Mr. Steen... She was hung today for murder. The word came with the butcher. And with a single word, you could have stopped all this. You could have saved her. How unfortunate. Are you an idiot? What? 
Your two actors down. Yeah, Gordon and... and her. I forgot Gordon. Three actors dead. What? You? You better get off to work. Long day. All that. <laughs> You'll never work in this town again! Hmm. My fries are getting cold. Unfortunate? How can you be so unfeeling? I have had quite enough from you. Leave. Now. Find your way into a gutter somewhere. No. Kind girl. Nice girl. No her. You shut up, you filthy mongrel thing. Why must you keep returning to vex me? You made me. I came from you. When I vomit, it does not return to cling to me. Be courteous enough to find a river somewhere and drown. Sir? Shut up! I will not! You can do nothing more to me! How can you feel no responsibility for the things you have done? You caused the deaths of your brother and Justine! Did you not hear? That killed my brother! Would he have done such a thing had you not treated him so shamefully? Would Justine be reviled and executed? Were you not so sure of your own importance that you could not bring yourself to say a single word in her defense? What sort of a man are you? This kind. <laughs> no! Back! You are nothing. You have nothing. And this is merely meat. The only thing that matters, the only thing that lasts, is genius. The fruit of the mind, that perseveres. While products of the body drop to the ground and rot with the windfall apples. The run of mankind crawls through their lives in ruts dug by genius of some past age. And the only ones who raise their heads and look above the walls are those of us graced by God with the gift called vision. It is my duty to preserve this gift and use it for the good of future generations, no matter who I must allow to fall by the wayside. It's... Kind of a relief. He needs you more than you need him. And you? You're out of a part two. I only took this on for... You know... Hmm? <sighs> it's on the tip of my tongue. You know, working through something from your past. Closure? Sounds about right. Now that you know how to find us, don't be a stranger. We have enough of those already. Tonight's story, Set Piece, was written by Julie Hoverson and extremely vaguely inspired by the classic novel Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. In tonight's production, Mrs. Bunn, or Bonnie, was Sharon DeLong, Magda, or Mandy, was Ellen Vickery. Franz, or Frank, and Victor, was Cole Hornaday. Justine and Janice was Femnomena. Adam was Renaud LaBeouf. Mr. Stott was Rick Lewis. Willem was Danner Hoverson. Nursey, Helen, was Julie Hoverson. 
N. Mueller, or Gordy, was Paul Green, author of the Encyclopedia of Weird Westerns. Music for this episode was by Antonio Gavassoni from the album The Picture of Dorian Gray, available on Gemendo, and is used under a Creative Commons license. The cover art for this episode was by Brett Coolstock. Sound effects were found on SoundSnap.com and Sonomic.com and OneSoundFX.com. Sound and mastering was done by Julie Hoverson. The opening theme was by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. The opening credits featured Cole Hornaday, Renaud LaBeouf, and Julie Hoverson. All persons, places, and events in this story were fictitious or used in a fictitious manner and are not meant to reflect any persons, places, or things, living, dead, or undead. Questions? Comments? We would love to hear from you. Contact us at 19nocturne at live.com. That's 19nocturne. Or check out our website at www.19nocturneboulevard.com. Or join us in the 19 Nocturne Boulevard Forum over at audiodramatalk.com. This presentation is copyright 2010 to Julie Hoverson and Reality Productions. (laughs) 